Well, good morning and welcome to The Drive. It is Saturday, uh, November 11th, 7.46 a.m. I definitely slept in. I didn't wake up till, um, I think it was like 6. So that's sleeping in for me. And uh, it was a nice day today here. It's not raining, um, but it's in the 60s, which is awesome. I love the cool weather. Um, man, well, as we continue on Ephesians, guys, before I start driving here, Ephesians three seventeen to 19 says, That Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith, that you, being rooted and grounded in love, may be able to comprehend with all the saints what is the width and the length and the depth and the height, to know the love of Christ which passes knowledge, that you may be filled with all the fullness of God. All right. Wow. That you may know and be filled with the love of Christ. That is a pretty epic statement in Scripture. Because once you really know, believe, and see God's love, it changes you. It changes you. I mean, you look at the world and look at people that's like so many are just feel alone, feel forgotten. You know, they feel like they're the only ones going through things. They feel like no one cares about them. I mean, these are just kind of thoughts I think that the enemy sort of plants in our minds. No one cares. You know, just discouragement, pure discouragement. And that's the thing, you guys, when you think of discouraging thoughts and it kind of brings you down, it lowers your countenance, that, you know, that's never the Lord. It's, it's never the Lord who seeks to discourage. Why? Because He loves you. You were created because of God's love. You know, God wasn't bored one day and said, ah, just, I might as well make a, make the universe and humanity. Why not? Nothing else to do. Like, God actually specifically created you because He loves you. And, and that's the thing. We, when we understand God's love, and I'm not saying we can fully comprehend it because it is agape love. God is love. He is the definition of love. And it's so deep and it's so real, it's so genuine, it's so amazing and it's so unending that it's hard for us to fully comprehend the love of God. But the more we seek Him, you got, think about this, like as we're, I'm going through the Old Testament on midweek studies, we're in uh, the latter part of Deuteronomy, almost done with the, 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 Torah, the Pentateuch, right? First five books of the Bible. And I'm going to tell you, I've been, I've been sharing this a lot, but as I'm just studying through, teaching through, the Old Testament people want to focus so much usually unbelievers but even some believers are like why does it seem like God of the Old Testament is different than God of the New Testament it seems like the God of the Old Testament is just wrath 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 judgment 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 it's like and then the New Testament there's Jesus and it's just like love grace mercy it's like uh, why they're, are they different? They're not different. They're the same. And that's the thing. Studying through it, going through chapter by chapter, verse by verse, one of the things we see over and over again is the absolute grace of God. He is so gracious to his kids because he gave them 
so much time and so many chances to turn to him. And yet, they rejected him. They disobeyed him. They didn't listen to him. He did everything he could. Moses interceded to save the people. They were spared over and over and over and over again. And I think when people that don't really know the Bible go to the Old Testament and say, well, he's just a God of wrath. He is a God of judgment. Well, he judged those places and those people because they were wicked only. They were so dark and pagan that, you know, they uh, fired up the statue put their babies in the fire and sacrifice them to Molech. It's like, yeah, it's, they're wicked only. They need to be judged. God has given them ample chance, many plethora of chances to repent, to come back to him. But you know what? They said, no, we're good. <laughs> they said no. They rejected him. And they only wanted to walk in darkness. But people miss the fact that you can see God's grace, mercy, and love in the Old Testament, in the fact that he gave time for them to repent. It shows and demonstrates his love, his grace, his mercy. The love of God should compel us to get up and get going for him, to serve him, to follow him, to not only be accepted in the beloved, but also to walk out the faith that he's given us. It's a beautiful thing when faith isn't stagnant but when it is flowing when it's moving forward our faith should be our faith should be flowing well it's true our faith should be moving forward faith without works is dead and so that's the question is the love of God compelling us urging us on to live out our faith it should You know, some religions, their God is a dictator. And they feel just they serve their God out of guilt and shame. But there's no condemnation or shame in following Christ. He gives us absolute freedom. And again, it's just a, a sign. It, it's just a um, indication that God absolutely loves you. He loves you so much and that should be enough to get up and get going and be about his business, you know, to serve him and serve others. The love of God is so incredibly powerful. Well, guys, I hope that encouraged someone today. God bless you guys. Have an amazing Saturday. Praying for you guys. Love you guys. And we'll talk to you soon.